How's the new job? It's oh, going. It's going. Okay. It's a lot of um, website designing, which I have absolutely no experience with. So today, learning how to do things, I was just like, I give up. Well, this has been fun, guys. I'll take that. Uh, I'll take the two hours of pay, and I'm out of here. Exactly. Oh my god. So that reminds me. Once uh, this was right after the pandemic started, I fell off my electrician's job. Uh, I was looking for work, and my sister was like, "Hey, uh, there's a position opened at the place I work. You could apply there." And it's a place in Elkhart that like does, they do wood carved phone cases and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so it was like an assembly line job. Um, and I got there and I started. And then after three hours, uh, they came over to me and they're like, hey, uh, so it was, a situa- it was a situation where person A, like their two owners, person A did not talk to person B. Person B had a, there was a new system they're going to put in place that made the job I was hired for irrelevant, but did not tell person A and person A did not tell them that I was being hired. Yeah. So I worked three hours and was sent on my way. I'm like, oh my God, that's yeah. so sad. Like my self-esteem was already pretty low at that point in time. That did not help one one bit. I felt that in my soul because I've been doing um all year, pretty much. I was looking for new jobs. I did so many interviews. Not a single place hired me. So it's a good thing I'm going back to school because clearly nobody wants me. I, well, I mean, to the consolation, I spent two years trying to get a job and doing anything that wasn't yep. Ubering. So good evening or morning or whatever time of the day it happens to be. Welcome one, welcome all. My name is Lego Magrego. This is Taylor Noel Thomas. And this is the Writer's Black Podcast, a podcast for writers who have trouble writing uh, due to uh, ADHD the state of the world, crippling depression, or just there's a really good sale on Amazon and we just couldn't be bothered to do the thing we have to do. That's, <laughs> oh my God, I, I am just not with it right now. I feel like it's been, I'm not feeling my best, but it's like, even with that, it's been a week. Like mm-hmm. this is, we are recording a week later than we normally would just because last yes. week was so insane for both of us. So uh, we'll dive in right in. We will start the show as we always started by uh, reviewing our homework how we did, what we did. Taylor's got some some happy hands going on there. So would you, you want to start us off there? Yeah, I actually wrote, um, I started and finished a piece um, that I've been trying to get down for like ever. Mm-hmm. So woo, that is all done. And I added a paragraph to our little crumple story. So I'm looking forward to things. I'm looking forward to seeing how you took my mediocre writing and just made it infinitely better. So <laughs> it is not infinitely better. I can promise you that. Uh, as long as your pronouns are better than mine are, that that's that's the important thing. <laughs> <laughs> that bothers me so much when I'm like, I can only use the person's name for so long, but it's like him, yeah. he, his bothers the crap out of me. Me, when I'm writing, my biggest issue is I hate saying said, said. even though it's like. I mean, I can't turn every little thing into some crazy mm-hmm. little phrase, but I just hate saying said over and over uh-huh. again. She said, I'm like, ah. Yeah. And generally when I'm writing dialogue like that, I will use said or says once, maybe twice. And then it's just, okay, you've got to keep up now with who's who. Here's the cadences. Here's what they're saying. You know, and maybe I'll like put like they motioned like this. So I mm-hmm. can have their name in there and I can have some indicator if we really need it as to who is speaking. Um, but yeah, I, I hate, I hate says and said, I hate words. I hate all the words. <laughs> That's why we're writers. <laughs> exactly. Cause words are awful. Well, you're a writer anyway. Uh, I am a planner. That means I, I plan to write stuff. I get some details <laughs> down and then I don't actually write anything of use. Um, you my- don't know that. Have you let people read it? Uh, no, uh, not yet. <laughs> so 
yeah, my homework was I wanted to make an outline for issue one of my comic, Every Hero, oh no, All My Heroes Need Therapy. Wow, I forgot my own book. And I did write an outline. Um, hey. Yeah, it, I keep having this weird issue. It's a superhero story, but it's a very grounded in these are still people type of thing. Like there is some action to be had, but I don't want to be like, oh, they're going to doop, 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 doop. And so I kind of had to rework that a little bit. The other, it's that, and then I'm also having an issue with kind of not putting too much of myself into this character right out of the gate. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this character's going to be an alcoholic. No, this character's going to be on medication and it's not going well. This character's going to be doing this. This character, I'm like, pick one, pick one thing. Pick one thing yes. and go from there. I'm having the same issue because I started a romance novel, obviously have not made any mm -hmm. further attempts since starting it. Mm -hmm. Like, I keep telling myself, oh, it's because I'm still trying to figure out the plot and all that stuff like that. But it's because I keep changing up on the character every five seconds. I'm like, oh, I want her to be fiercely independent to the point where like she pushes people away. But then I'm like, no, no, no. I want her to be, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you're just procrastinating writing at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's nitpicking the characters so you can't get off the ground. And it's like, I love who these characters are at their cores. It's just figuring mm -hmm. out. And then like the inciting incident I'm also having a problem with. I, I've been back and forth with how I want to do it. So essentially the, the crux of it is issue one starts with a flashback to kind of uh, this character. I'm using the pseudonym David McConnell. That's a working name right now because that's kind of my uh, my alias. When I go through Burger King drive throughs I say my name is David when they ask my name. It starts with him. He gets a job as a professor at a university. He kind of runs through the streets and got ducked behind a building and he flies out in superhero costume. He, you know, him and his friends, you know, stop a crime. And then he arrives at where his wife works and she's very pregnant. And they're like, this is the start of something amazing. And then it hard cuts to him like seven years later he wakes up in bed alone he's like got some some stubble he's got longer hair and it kind of is just this in, like this thing of his day is gets shittier and shittier uh mm -hmm. where he he's told that he is not gonna be renewed for another year with his with his university because of budget cuts he is divorced because of his kind of double life and his wife is now dating someone else and he kind of this is the day he figured finds out about it it's like from there i don't know how do i because what i want to do is one of his friends who is a hero is going to find him in some position. That was kind of where the Punisher thing came in. Cause my, at one point I'm like, after this, he like goes, goes nuts. And he's like, I'm going to put on a hoodie. And I'm going to kill some, I'm going to beat up some criminals. And I'm like, that's not who this character is at all. But I also don't want to go too far in the other direction where he's just sad. Um, so the kind of the, the, the middle ground I have is I'm thinking I'm going to have him have a drinking problem. And so he goes out and trying to be a hero, but it's like, that's what he has to do to cope. And it doesn't go well because he's drunk. And so his friend is his friend uh, is just like, hey, this ain't cool. Uh, you know, and then from there, it's kind of I want issue one to end with kind of the I know a place where, you know, heroes can go to get help. Ooh, I love that. Thank you. But yeah, it sounds really, really good. Thank you. I, I'm a bit I'm a good idea person, not so much the yeah. specifics. Uh, like I can, I can talk about this stuff all day long, but it's like when it comes down to put pen to paper or fingers to keyboards. Ooh, I've got breaking news. Ah, but up, but up, but up. Grim has Grim has tested positive for COVID nineteen, which means oh. I have COVID, which means it's not my medication. Who would have thought I'd be relieved to have COVID? I gotta tell my boss. Oh no. But yeah, that's my comic. <laughs> that's that's my <laughs> comic pitch for issue one. Yeah, I, I wanna, I'm gonna kind of get some of those details a little more fine tuned. But I like where I'm at. I just kind of, it's kind of just making a decision I guess is the big thing and then kind of figuring out where I'm going from there and then kind of I know where I want so I'm breaking it up like it's 12 issues it's gonna be one book but it's like I'm gonna I'm breaking it up like it's 12 chapters 12 issues and I know where chapter 12 is gonna end 
So it's yeah. just kind of filling in the blanks. I know kind of the mm-hmm. rough of what I want to do throughout the book. It's just pacing isn't my strong suit. And yes, but we'll get there. We will absolutely get there. I'm the same way. Like I am great with ideas, especially like this romance novel I'm dying to write. I like have an idea of how it's going to go and the rise and falls, but everything mm-hmm. in the middle and actually sitting down and getting it written, I am just struggling and I don't, Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's an ADHD thing or if it's just a me thing, a writing mm-hmm. process thing. I don't know, but I'm like, you got to get something on paper. Yeah. For me, it's a little column A, a little column B. Uh, it's partially, yeah, it's absolutely ADHD because it's like, I can't sit still. I, I think that's one of those things. If I, I talk way too fast and I have a little bit of a slur. Uh, so things like dictation software, I think would be amazing for me, but I can't talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, yeah. And I'm not great at going back over things. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can, I can review something six or seven times and they're still spelling yes. and grammar mistakes. Yeah. I, I, I just need a better system in general. I need a new brain in general, but no, a new brain would be nice. I would like to <laughs> not have to take happy pills to keep my anxiety in check. Same here. People who don't have to take anything. I'm just so impressed by. I don't understand how they do it. Like I am on medication and I still feel like I am, I'm this close to like losing it. Every single day. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that definitely shows in my writing. (laughs) Yeah. It's really weird because like the anxiety has really subsided since I started taking it. Mm -hmm. But I have a fuse about that long until the the rage fairy comes out. Yes. And I I don't know how to find a happy medium between those two things. No, I I completely agree because I have the same, same, same problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't want to be anxious, but I also don't want to be screaming at my coworkers, which happened last week. So that was fun. I'm not proud of it. Uh, Yeah, I was pushed a little bit far, Mm -hmm. but I definitely overreacted to the situation and I genuinely feel bad about it, but it is what it is. We move on. We're, you know, we we do, we do the happy dance stuff. So I love that. Like that saying, I saw on Facebook once or something like that said, no one goes zero to a hundred. Usually it's been slowly building up. Mm -hmm. When you reach that point where you're a (laughs) hundred, And, and that's, that's probably what happened. It was all slowly, 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 and boom, mm-hmm. blew up. It doesn't help that I think as a society, we don't know how to talk anymore. Like you're always told, oh, de-escalation, take 10, talk it out, walk it out, wait it out. But it's like, that only goes so far when you have an ego and the people around you have an ego. And it can be a yes. big ego or a small ego. But the second that ego gets damaged in any way, how you react to that says so much about your character. So true, because actually like think like my husband gets nervous sometimes to bring up things to me that might be bothering him mm-hmm. just because my natural reaction is definitely defensive. Like, Oh, and I don't mean to be, I definitely get it from my mother. Mm-hmm. But um, just the other day he was like, Hey, so I've noticed we waste a lot of food because we do in my, in my smallish defense, my eyes tend to be bigger than my stomach. Mm-hmm. I like make this huge place. I'm like, Oh, I'm so hungry. And then I eat, two bites I'm like wow I'm so full mm-hmm. and sometimes I save the meal and sometimes I know it's just not going to reheat well so I throw it out and so he was like listen groceries cost a bunch of money we've got to stop wasting and my natural instinct was how dare he is he blaming me for the cost and I don't even know why like it makes absolutely no sense because mm-hmm. he was not attacking me in any way shape or form he was bringing up something he's allowed to bring up things mm-hmm. and like I was like immediately in fight mode I was like <sighs> yep I had to take a few seconds just to walk away and, I'm, and he was like are you okay and I'm like 
I just got so angry. I don't know why. <laughs> it's so bizarre. If it's any consolation, we're the same. Like both Grim and I have a very similar response to that kind of stuff where it's like, we are instantly kind of defensive, even in like the, the simplest things. Like we have, so she is a little stuffed lion. Uh, we call the speaking core because mm-hmm. his name's core. And we like pass that around and whoever's holding it says our piece and we go from there. And when we do that, it's fine. Like we can, we, we work it out pretty well. Uh, if if not, if we're just kind of approaching a subject, it's pretty 50-50 uh, if someone's going to get their feelings hurt or not. <laughs> and I, we never mean it. We never mean for, you know, anyone to get their feelings hurt, get upset, but it happens. So true. We were not taught how to process Absolutely that well. Absolutely not. So uh, anything else you've worked on this week you want to kind of dive into or then you think I'm... Or just the, you got out of your rut and the crumple story. I got out of my rut. The problem is, so I've written the piece. Obviously, I have my husband look it over for grammar errors because I'm horrible with grammar and punctuation. Mm-hmm. Every single time he gets to rip my stuff to shreds in the nicest way possible. But I'm glad because like you said, I could reread something a thousand times and miss every mm-hmm. single mistake I made. Yep. So he does that. But now I'm just stuck on the piece. Like the revision stage is really, really hard for me. Oh my I write, I'm a person who writes it and it's like, it's perfect. It's done. Uh-huh. Let me send it out to everyone. Yep. yep. I either do that when I do revisions or I go in and I, I just add a ton of stuff like yep. that. Like my novel series, I keep talking about, I have made that made the prologue of the book, probably double the length that it was when I initial did my initial draft. <laughs> Because I just keep adding details because I'm like, we're not going to see this character for again for a while. This is, you know, we got to really make this stick, really make this hit. And then I'm, and it's another problem of I, I'm trying to figure out kind of who this character is. Mm-hmm. And I keep changing it like mid, mid paragraph. And I'm, I go back to reread it and I'm like, who, am, who is this? Who is this person I'm reading about? Well, uh, today. Oh, okay. So I'll let you pick. Uh, so the, I, the topic I wanted to go for today talking about was fan fiction. Mm. I want to talk a little bit writing fan fiction, but also I have a new segment I wanted to do uh, that we can dive into now, or we can dive into towards the end of the show when we go into our kind of our other wrapping up segments. I will let you decide what we do. Let's do the new segment because yeah. I know fan fiction talk can go for <laughs> like 10 hours. So uh. yes. All right, Taylor. Well, I want you to get a ticket. I want you to, to head over to the platform. And I want you to walk on down to Procrastination Station. <laughs> Procrastination <laughs> Station. <laughs> I thought this would be an interesting segment just because I, I, I kind of, a, again, a big, a big kind of cornerstone theme of our podcast is it's a podcast about writing, but writing doesn't always happen for a lot of reasons. And I was thinking about this this week as I was procrastinating from doing what I wanted to be doing. I'm like, I go through a lot of like kind of phases of what I am using to avoid doing work. Yep. Um, so I thought it'd be, maybe it'd be interesting to kind of just talk about a couple of things that we have used to procrastinate, maybe not necessarily uh, towards writing, but it just in general in the last you know, mm. week, two weeks, whatever. Um, and for me, that was Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, I wanted to refine the comic a little bit more. And then I'm also kind of working on another uh, thing, fan fiction wise, that we'll get into later. <laughs> Um, but I wanted to work on those and I wanted to sit down and do it. And then I'm like, so weird segue. So I have a copy of Pokemon Platinum that has all of my Pokemon from the original Game Boy Advance and GameCube games. Mm -hmm. And I want to move those into the Switch games, but I need it to beat Gen 5 black and white to do it. And I hate those games. I, I'm not a fan of Gen 5. I think it is, it's slow and there's a 
very big balancing issue as far as the uh, just the stats for the opponents go. And also there's a bit of a leveling curve. Uh, yeah, so I'm not, I like the story. I just I just don't like the, the game itself. Uh, yeah. If there was like a novelization, maybe it'd feel differently. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not a fan of black and white, uh, but I have to beat it to get all my mons moved up. And I beat it last night wow. after grinding for five hours going in and out of the Elite Four because I had run out of money and I was under leveled. So the only thing I could do was either A, go back to the start of the, like the first town and just run to the Pokemon League which is so tedious to me because you're just getting like two XP in the early levels or go for broke and just run through the elite four and do what you can. And I got there and I got there in the end. Yeah. That was how I spent my, my Sunday and a decent portion of my Saturday. (laughs) I love that though. That sounds relaxing. Kind of. I really enjoyed it. Like I, I, this is one of the first of two weekends I've actually had in a while to just sit and relax me too yeah and so i took a long bike ride i did some yard work and then i just played pokemon (laughs) instead of writing like i wanted to do every single weekend like oh my god i find some darn excuse so that just summed up really really well Mm -hmm. for me um i am currently fixated because it changes oh yeah (laughs) like Everything in my life changes. I fixate on a certain food. I fixate on a certain song, music, whatever. This week, right, the past few weeks, I've been fixated on cleaning, which you should know is super bizarre. I am the messiest, sloppiest person you will ever meet when it comes to housework. I'm not filthy, which is really great. And so, but the last few weeks, for some reason, I've got it fixated in my head that I have to be the best wife ever known to man which is super bizarre and also super gendered. I don't know why I've got this, like I'm fixated on right now. So mm-hmm. lately I've just been cleaning, 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 cleaning. I'm like, this is your job now. You have to do this. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, you could be writing. I went through one of those phases like three months ago and our house is literally falling apart. So it was a combination of cleaning and also let's fix everything we possibly can with like zero budget right now. Like our sink, uh, the former tenants of this house they turned the water pressure way down and somehow removed the valves completely. Oh my God. And so, and trying to get, I've tried, I put like four different types of water valves on those pipes and they still don't work. Whenever I have a budget to get a new sink, we're going to do a whole day of that. But yeah, it's just, it's a home improvement thing and it's a cleaning thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, yeah. Cause I, I'm the same way when I, like when I come home, there's an explosion of my work clothes. Like their shoes kicked everywhere i drive them crazy because she's like why are there four pairs of shoes in the middle of the living room why do you have a why is there a tie on the floor in the hallway like i have a pile of like hoodies and jackets right by the door a pile right next to the coat rack i have a pile i have the chair of shame in the living room (laughs) it's just oh my god that's where i keep my jammies so i can just do a quick change when i walk in the door but on the same exact way. Yeah. It also doesn't help that like we, so we moved into this house, but kind of the thought that we're going to have way more room than our apartment, mm-hmm. but we don't have access to almost half of it. Why? Uh, just because the basement is trashed. The attic is trashed. The garage is trashed. Just again, multiple generations of neglect. And yeah. the whole plan was we were going to get a dumpster and dump stuff. Yeah. Um, but we ran out of the budget for it. And again, we ran out of time because we were, I wanted to get all that stuff done before we moved in, but I, we reached a point where I had to make a decision. Yes. So we've been kind of doing what we can when we can, but it's not a lot because we definitely need a bigger receptacle. 
So yes. as a result, we just have boxes everywhere still. So I, I long and the short of it though, yeah, I get the cleaning bug. I get the, the urge to clean. Literally to do anything other than writing at the moment. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's bizarre because like, it's leading me to do things I hate, cleaning, instead mm-hmm. of doing something I love, writing. It's like that with me and YouTube stuff too, just because I, I want to do YouTube stuff again. But yeah. there was always something in the way. All right, well, I think, I think we think we had a good time at the procrastination station. So we'll uh, we'll hop on off that train and hike on on back to the <laughs> podcast. So today's main topic, we'll get on to the big topic of the show. I wanted to talk about fan fiction because uh, that's the other thing I've been writing this week is I've been or the last couple of weeks I've been writing some fan fiction or plotting out some fan fiction that I want to write. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's one of those things. Fan fiction is at least for me, I write it with kind of the knowledge of this isn't ever going to matter for anything because it's fan fiction, but also, yeah, but also it's like you can put amazing ideas into something that can get reworked into something else. Yes. And just kind of the the validity of what it means to write fan fiction. And obviously you can do it just for fun. That's for funsies is fine too. But I know you, you've talked about it before having, you know, having some uh, vast experience writing fan fiction. What, what are your kind of thoughts on the process of fan fiction in translating into your current, not your current work necessarily, but just kind of your, your original works. Ooh, can you answer that question first? Like to take some time. Cause that's oh yeah, 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 of course. Question. Yeah. So Ooh. this week, uh, so before the Pokemon rabbit hole, I was on a doctor who rabbit hole as I tend to get. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so next year is the 60th anniversary of Dr. Who. And I had an idea to do, and this is a, kind of an idea that I've had for a fan story in the past, but I will, it's an idea to do a uh, 16 episode audio series on, put it on YouTube, put it on somewhere with kind of, it's called, I'm calling it Doctor Who Paradox. I have kind of mapped out what the 16 episodes would be, what the stories would be, what the ongoing plot thread is. Um, and I'm really proud of the overall story. You know, obviously the individual episode ideas kind of I, I like them, but they're, I think the, the main story that I'm trying to tell, I like a lot, mm-hmm. but I look at it and I go, I could make this into something original mm-hmm. and I feel like it would hit that much harder. Ooh. And I have an original thing. It's another, I don't think I've ever talked about this one before, but it's an idea I had for a young adult kind of spoop series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of like Gra- Gravity Falls type thing um, where yeah. they're, they're in a weird town but the first book it's revealed that it's not haunted it's because of a time travel paradox gone wrong mm-hmm. um and that was kind of that's where a lot of my paradoxy ideas come from is from my original drafts of that series but yeah. also that a lot of it comes from my original pitch for this doctor who idea i had this in like high school just kind of the like the bare bones of what the series would be it's kind of hard to tell when one stops and the other one begins so that, that that's kind of kind of where I'm going with it. That makes any sense at all. No, it does actually. Mostly because I I love Doctor Who. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's pretty great. It can be pretty great. I love that you still write and think of fan fiction because I feel like at some point in my life I stopped because I was so embarrassed. Like I just told myself this is so uncool and everyone's gonna laugh at you, so you should just stop. And I wish I hadn't because who mm. the hell cares? Like it made me so unbelievably happy and. I miss fan fiction a lot. And so I do read. I haven't written mm-hmm. since like high school, but reading fan fiction, love it. And so that's one thing with, 
I mean, not necessarily in this regard, but uh, who is he? I think his, his first name's Dominic. I don't remember what his full name is, mm-hmm. but he does a series on YouTube. It's the channel's called DW2012, and it's just a Doctor Who fan series that he puts on with his friends. and the production value is really decent but it's like he got enough attention through them that he is doing like officially doing big finish audio stuff for doctor who and so that's part of why i look at fan fiction the way i do is it's like whether it's you know doing something like that for doctor who my internet connection's unstable again or doing like say something like a fan comic for dc like doing like a superman fan comic that goes really well or doing like or people that do like art on twitter or instagram tumblr whatever a lot of that gets seen by the people, like the people, the yes. people at the top, people with the big hats, the big wigs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a lot of cases, that is how people get noticed by bigger companies to do bigger projects that they want to work on is they put themselves out there with things that, ex- that fit in the IP. Yeah. So that's just kind of how I look at fan fiction. It's not, you know, I'm not like taking my Barbie and my Ken dolls and I smash them <laughs> together. Uh, maybe sometimes, but yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> i'm just saying i think i wrote the barbie movie before the barbie movie did that's all i'm gonna say that just got me so excited it actually made me think um i used to create fan fiction on this website that was super big back in middle school called quizilla mm-hmm. and there were so many different like websites people use but i really liked quizilla and i think nickelodeon owned it at the time okay it's gone now but thankfully the waybackmachine.com the web archive i don't know if you've ever heard of it oh but yeah they, they have it and i found my old account and i'm like now I'm like, I want to reread my old fan fiction. I know it's going to be horrible, but it's like- It's yours. Bring me, bring me back to this moment, like what made me love writing and- Oh my God. Ah. You just, you just re- I have a repressed memory. You just woke up. <laughs> so I don't remember what it was called. It was this teen social media. It was a, oh my God, it was a Jesus-y thing. So my mom <laughs> took us to uh, Pulse Fest, which is a Christian music festival in town. When I was like 12 or 13 and I got a, it was like a little business card for this website. I don't remember what it was called now, but I posted a lot of like my early proto fan fiction and my very emo song lyrics from like oh. eighth grade on that website. I wonder if I can remember that stuff, if I can find those and then just yes. so, oh my God, dude, I found so much of that just lame ass like poetry and songs when we moved. I'm okay. like, I want to burn these so bad. That is our assignment for next week. Oh no. Besides, like, we should both find a piece that's like our most cringiest piece Mm -hmm. on the Wayback Machine, and we should read it because we need to bring this back. Okay. You know what? I like that. I do like that. Maybe (laughs) if I can't can't find it on the Wayback Machine, I do have hard copies of some of it still laying around here. So, yes. I'm telling you, Wayback Machine is phenomenal. And if it has Quizilla, Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we can find just about everything. So that is going to be so cool. I can't wait for you all to hear my horrible, horrible, like emo poetry, oh. song lyrics. It was, it was bad. Oh my God. I was such an overdramatic little shit in, 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 in late middle school. Yeah. And the, the, the worst part about it is, is like, I used to write about love and heartbreak and kissing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Not any further than kissing, but just kissing. I had never done any of those things. I did not kiss a boy until I was 17 years mm. old. So I'm just like, what was I doing? Where was all this coming from? Yeah. And it's like, for me, I dated people, but there was always a very unrequited thing between me and one person. And you know, this one person, and I bet you could guess this one person. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that makes you one person. That's awesome. I love, I love that you don't know. I was also in love with a single person from seventh grade uh-huh. 
to 10th grade. So I felt that deep in my soul, but I don't know who it is. I will tell you. I'll tell you during the break. I'll tell you during the break. (laughs) Which we will take now on that note. Uh, You've been, this is, this is writer's black. We'll be right back to talk more about fan fiction and not who I, who I was crushing on super hard throughout most of my young life. All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. When we left off on the Writer's Luck podcast, we were talking about fan fiction and kind of the different avenues that fan fiction can take in terms of how it can influence our original works. Yeah, and I don't remember what else we were talking. I don't. I, I blacked out the latter half of whatever we were talking about. I don't, I don't remember any of it. But yeah, fan fiction. Do you have like a, a piece, something that kind of started off like fan fiction and, and turned into your own thing or kind of vice versa? I don't currently right now, but I have been thinking about something. Okay. Kind of like, um, I like the idea of a piece about, obviously a girl who starts, her dreams start to feel and become like really real to the point where like she wants to spend most of her life just dreaming because mm-hmm. it's so much better than everyday life that she's missing out on a lot of the really great things that are actually happening. Like a person she really, really, really likes is like really into her, but she's so focused on just like, I want to get back to my dreams. I want to get back to my dreams. Cause each dream and I was thinking each dream would be like a different fan fiction moment. Like she used to be with the characters that she's always wanted to be with going on the adventures okay. she wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know where else I'd go for there. Like what brings her back to reality? What makes her realize like, these are just dreams and reality is where she should be. So that's kind of where I'm at with that one. With things like that, it sounds like if you're going to go full Alice in Wonderland, go full Alice in Wonderland yes what if it was like a waking dream like a, like a daydreaming type scenario where so I, i'm just i'm not trying to take your thing i'm just thinking oh i love that yeah like a daydream type scenario where it's like they're there they can they're still kind of kind of cognizant to what's going on around them but they're living in their head more than kind of out and about yes and watching the progression of time as their friends are you know going on to do other things or maybe it's like a kind of towards the end of like a high school type scenario where everyone's going their separate ways I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I know. love that. Don't I mind me. That. I like that. No, I like that. It's uh, that's another reason why I love sharing ideas with people because there are perspectives I never would have considered. And I think that makes us better writers, like hearing that stuff. And that's another reason why we should share work with each other. Cause like I do love that. I've seen things that I would never have seen. Yeah. Well, I, I do like I do, I love sharing like my my, my stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I've talked about this a little bit before. But that's one one problem that I have with writing is I'm the kind of person that I need instant gratification. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Like in <laughs> middle school and early on in high school, actually I think it's probably until junior in high school. Uh, I would write stories and comic books, and I would immediately turn to Matt Lewis and be like, "Read these." Yep. And like that was how I did that. Like I I needed that 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 hit of of dopamine that comes to somebody enjoying my work even if uh, in that case I feel like he was just it was kind of a chore for him after a while it was it was multiple times a day every day and that was like a point when he he did it too and then he just stopped which really should have said something to me but yeah Mm -hmm. it is what it is it's so interesting because like when we were that age we were able to just write and write and write and write and write and just get so much out multiple things out Mm -hmm. in a day and now yeah Oh my God. I did everything to avoid doing schoolwork. So I wrote and wrote and wrote. And now I'm trying to write and write and write. And I'm doing everything to avoid it. It is an endless cycle. I hate that for us. (laughs) That's the real circle of life. Yes. I hate that for That'll be the name of the episode. I hate that for us. (laughs) Dalton sucks. 
Oh, it does. It really does. And I don't know if part of it is depression or it's just the, it's just part of the cycle of this is what we feel like we have to do. So we instantly don't want to do it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm not a psychologist, but. I think part of it is the fact that most of our basic needs aren't being met because we're poor. So I'm like, maybe if we were like Ow. rich, I know I'm like, maybe if we had a lot of our basic needs, like proper shelter, proper food, mm-hmm. less stress, like yeah. maybe then we'd be like, man, there's a whole meaning to life. Like, damn, I'm getting so much out of this but right now. I'm like, I'm focused on survival. And so yeah. that leaves a little time for everything else. Well, let's see after bills are taken out, I have $200 to get me through the next two weeks. I guess I can get a Slurpee maybe if I'm really, <laughs> really like ration, ration it really well. Exactly. And that's just so sad. I'm like, how is any anybody supposed to enjoy the small things in life when we're so focused on everything else? So is there uh and I know you say you haven't written fan fiction really in a long time, but is there a piece that you wrote at any point that you think is something you might uh might want to revisit as like a fan project, like an official fan project type of thing? I think, yeah. Um uh, so one of my biggest dreams on Quizilla was for my piece to like, at the time we didn't use the word viral. I sound so old, but like that's what I wanted to go viral because like they posted the top stories with the most views, the most mm-hmm. likes. Um, and at one point, my story had two hundred readers like a week, and I was like, ah, that's huge back then. Yeah, and um, I'm not sure which story it was though, but I'm like. Now that I'm older and in the, if it's the one I'm thinking of, it was about magic and um, two, it was kind of like a Romeo and Juliet meets magic and with a less shitty ending because Mm -hmm. why why the fuck are they killing themselves? Yeah. Why is a 14 year old with like a grown man? But I digress. Why did that priest marry them? (laughs) There's so many problems, but it's like, um, and at the time it was high, it was based like in high school. I'd probably want to do a young adult version just because I don't really want to write about teens having sex. It's gross. But now that. I can actually make it sound good and incorporate all that stuff. And I think that'd be really fun. Like um Harry Potter meets uh magic. Well, obviously you already has magic. Magic meets Romeo and Juliet meets evil forces trying to keep them apart. I'd like to revisit that. That'd okay. Be fun. Just even if it's something I never ever publish, it'd be fun for me to write. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's good. That definitely, I like revisiting old things. Just I feel like it brings me back to a, a fan fiction or otherwise. Like I feel like it just brings me back to a simpler kind of frame of mind, a more a more optimistic frame of mind, so to speak. Yes. Like it doesn't have to be perfect because I'm just happy. Yeah. And that's what I miss because now I focus a lot on is this perfect? Is everyone going to love it when they read it? And I'm like, yeah. that's not why we're writing. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe it's a little bit why we're writing. Well, say, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a slut for praise. Uh, yeah. I will say that just on, you know, in general, you know, See, for me, I can't have the praise face to face. If people start like complimenting me to my face, I panic, but virtual, virtual love is my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So, like, comments and likes. And I'm like, yeah i can like it and quiet (laughs) i cannot take a compliment in real life like i had so my dad's best friend i had her his daughter on our show uh back in may and Mm -hmm. she they run a a local beekeeping farm and so we were just gonna talk it was earth day we were promoting it for earth day 
and I was running around doing stuff and he stops me. He's like, you know, I, I just wanted to say, I think your dad would be really proud of you just kind of seeing all the things you're doing, this, that, and the other thing. And rather than take the compliment and have a nice moment, I looked him dead in the eye and went, nah. Yep. I'm like, oh, you dick. You're such a yep. dick. You're such an asshole. Just take the compliment. I do the same thing. Like anytime, like sometimes even now, like my husband's like, just looking at me and he's so love you. I'm like, ew. Or like, you're gross. Or like, I insult him or something. Yep. Like, yeah okay, yeah and i'm like why you just yep. let him love you yeah grim will be like you're my favorite person and i'm like you have really low standards yes <laughs> damn yes that oh. just that's me virtually oh. you can give me praise i don't know like if i ever please become a famous author please 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 how am i gonna handle like going to um meet and greets and like doing interviews and stuff where people are just like praising you the whole time and i'm gonna be like mm-hmm stop it yeah um, i had so i had one experience kind of like that in my entire life when i used to do panels at any comic con um and i did a uh, fan panel for the anime ruby one year and mm-hmm. after the panel and i don't know why she this 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 individual asked this because we are not affiliated with the show in any way shape or form and i made that very clear but she had a bunch of like little laminate uh, chibi like cutouts of the the characters wow. and she asked each of us who were on the panel to sign it and it was a very nice, but also a very awkward moment of me, of me being like, internally, I'm just like, why? I'm, I'm nobody. <laughs> I'm just some nerd who, you know, found out that they will literally put anyone on a stage with a microphone at Comic-Con. It's very true. God, I miss doing panels at Comic-Con. I miss, it was so much work, but I loved it so much. Yeah. I've never been, but I've always wanted to go. I want to dress up sometime and actually go, but... I, we I do guess, a, I get nervous. We do a writing panel live at Comic-Con. We do an episode of Writer's Black live at Indie Comic-Con. I would love that. I'll write that down as a, as a, as a thing to talk about at a future date. One thing I want, I've wanted to do, uh, and this, this is kind of writing related, but I wanted to try to try my hand at stand-up comedy for a few years now. I almost did in 2019, 2020, and then 2020 happened. Uh, I had a whole set written out and everything it was about my dad stealing Buffalo Wild Wings uh, beer glasses. And I had a whole set, but one idea that I had if I ever do indie comic con panels again is I want to do I want to write a, a essentially a thirty minute set and about just a nerd set about nerd stuff and I want to do it at indie comic con. Yeah, and it's just one of those things I've always wanted to do it. It's just I haven't been back to indie comic con in twenty in 2017, 2016 yeah. even twenty oh my god seventeen seventeen final wow. answer I think. Yeah, so it's been a long time since I've done panels, mm-hmm. but I miss it like crazy. Like there is, I, I I I say that I don't like face-to-face praise, but like there is something so energizing about a live audience. Like even if you're bombing, it's great. No, I get that though, because um, I got invited to do a reading for the first time in my life. I've never done a reading before because I'm absolutely petrified of attention. <laughs> Again, I like virtual attention. I do not like in-person attention, but um, I did a reading for the LGBTQ center. And I was, I was thinking, do people actually come in South Bend to LGBTQ events? I was like, no one's going to come. Oh my God, it was packed. And I did my first reading and I was shaking the entire time. The paper in my hand, I'm standing there. I had it like hiding my face. I was so scared. I'm like, huh? it's so different. Like, cause I was expecting like a couple, handful of people Ooh, get to hang out with my gay brethren. No, it was a my whole bunch brethren. of people. It was so terrifying. And like, 
I guess it's good practice because apparently my new, my program in the fall, um, Notre Dame, they do readings like every week. And I'm like, huh, I can't do that. Yeah. I'm scared shitless. Yeah, so. I was nervous enough in eighth grade when our English teacher had us read our huh. like poetry and stuff in front of the class. It was like open like Fridays or something like that. Oh my God. Yeah. And it always had to be poetry. It couldn't just be, mm-hmm. I wrote something weird. Here you go. Yes. I'm not a great poet. I am definitely more. Do you know everything it? else i will write poetry yeah i, feel, I don't have <laughs> i don't have rhythm uh i just oh, don't no i'm a joke guy and you know i do yeah. jokes or i do action pieces or i do both yes yes in a pinch i'll do something dramatic you know even with dancing actually now that you mentioned rhythm i'm not like an amazing dancer but when i turn it into like a joke like i'm trying to make people laugh suddenly I'm really good so once I make something like a funny when I try to make serious things or things that make me nervous funny then I'm good and I'm like okay what is this which I know exactly what my therapist would say to that like coping mechanism and blah 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 but you know what screw her I have a doctor's appointment I have to cancel for Friday now and that was where I was going to get a therapist recommended (laughs) oh I've been shot by life again my soul well, we are winding down, so I think it's a good, a good enough time to kind of segue to our two ending segments. Let's assign our homework <laughs> for the next episode of Writer's Black. You said let's go back into the archives of our of our uh, writing prowess and and pull out a piece from poetry mm-hmm. that we would like to like to do or recite or something along the lines. Yep. Um, so I'll throw that on the docket. Anything else that you want to work on before the next show? I'm just going to force myself to write more. All right. Maybe do some revisions. Who knows? Keep on, keep on keeping on. That's, you know, that, that's the goal. That's, that's the life. That is exactly. the, exactly. um, say for next episode, what do I want to work on? Cause I have, I have a bunch of stuff that I, I, I can go over my comic again. I, I do want to chip away at that a little bit more. Um, but I, a big thing I want to work on. I still have a personal essay assignment that you assigned me a few weeks ago that I did not do. So I think I'll, I'll put that back on the books. So I want to give my comic another once over, maybe start working on issue two. Mm -hmm. And then I want to, yeah, I'll work on the, I'll do personal essay. Even if it's not about that, I will do a personal essay of some kind. Uh, Cause I had something recently happen uh, that I thought would also make a good personal essay. Not a bad way. Just I'm like, this could be a really cool, thing um mm-hmm. so yeah okay so personal essay and then comic revision uh probably uh something else that is not in any way in my brain space <laughs> at this time all right that is our homework for the next episode and now i will open my handy dandy google doc for crumple story one to to our crumple story segment this is the segment at the end of every episode where we uh work together to create a story we uh, take a paragraph by paragraph switching off every week uh, until it is done. What will make it done, you ask? I have no idea. Uh, just <laughs> the decision to end it, I guess. So pick it up where we left off from last week. Would you like, you want to read it or you want me to read it? Um, I can read it. It should be good for me. I need to practice. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Practice, practice, yes. Can we start at the beginning or just go to my just, part? Just your part. Yeah, your paragraph. The car began to slowly back up and Terry debated whether he should just run. He wasn't sure why he had the urge to run although his therapist would have a lot to say about that. But he figured any teenager walking alone at night, regardless of gender, was a target. And maybe because of his obsession with movies where there was always a bad guy, 
His natural instinct was that there was danger around every corner. In the end, though, because tonight couldn't possibly get much worse, he stood frozen as the darkened windows of the car began to roll down and the car stopped beside him. And that's where I end things. Okay, first of all, I love the reference to what your therapist would have to say about that. That's not <laughs> personal at all, is it, Taylor? <laughs> yes. I, so I'm sensing a lot of dry humor in this paragraph. Just It's leaping <laughs> off the sentences, and I love that. Um, I'm a person. Yes. Oh my God. I, I, I like the direction you're taking this. I love, I love how the <laughs> ball is rolling. I'm really excited to write what I'm going to write next. Yes. This is actually really fun. I like this. Like, I love how it could go anywhere. It could end up being a love story and we don't even know it. Oh know, yeah. But it, be, won't. <laughs> it won't. Yeah. No, I, that's not where I'm going at least. Uh, I, my brain's going into a Monty Python uh, stage yeah. right now. So I, I, I don't know if that was the intention, but it's like, I just see sarcasm leaping off of this. And I'm like, I, like oh, I love it so much. Oh, <laughs> um, so that is Crumple Story. Probably uh, whenever we finish this one or whatever, you know, going forward with these, when we get them finished, what I will do is more, I'll make like a cut compilation and I'll put them on the YouTube channel. Ooh, yeah, so we'll, ha- we'll have the complete story read out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's just kind of my thought for that going forward. But yeah, sweet. So we have, we have a part two of the Crumple Story. We'll have the next part in the next episode. I really thought I timed this better. We haven't even gotten the, the warning light from Zoom yet yelling at us to get off, nope. to leave, to run away. Um, yeah, so yeah. do you have any, uh, any closing remarks for this week's episode? Anything else going down in Taylortown? Uh, right now, no. My head is completely empty. That's fair. Any, uh, any good TV shows or... I'm rewatching Scrubs <laughs> again. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, I think that was a good, uh, good episode of Writer's Black episode four, I believe. Uh, yeah, that that that's a that's a good, good show. I'm stalling to see if we can get that timer to come up. I don't know how long we've actually been going on this 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 session. Me neither. So, but you know, a little shorter episode's not bad. It just means we're getting our technique down pat. It just means that we're reining in the ADHD brains exactly and that's always good so thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the writer's black podcast if you liked it give us some stars give us a review let us know what you think in the comments let us know how we can improve we always love feedback view ideas for segments view ideas for for anything uh just let us know comments uh you can tweet at me uh you, you can send a letter i guess but i'm not giving you my address <laughs> but if you can find it I'll, I'll read the letter i'll i'll read it live aloud on 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 screen but we're not on a screen we're on a i need to get off this call i need i need to lay down um so thank you guys so much for listening again uh, until next time i've been lego mcgregor that's been taylor you've been awesome and you just got blacked still, <laughs> still working on that outro but you know we'll we'll get there uh yeah so thank you guys so much we'll see you next time Bye bye Bye.